Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. running off-road and action motorsports radio show on the planet is coming to you live with the biggest guest in motorsports here is the only man on the planet who can pack this much dirt slinging and tire slaying into two hours a week sit back strap in and be prepared to get your ears blown here is jim beaver and the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor Welcome to the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor in this very special episode. That is right, eight years in the making. Welcome to everybody tuning in on Sirius XM here on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211. Finally, it took me eight years to get the show on Sirius XM. We are here, and I got to tell you, I am very, very stoked about it. Thanks to everybody tuning in on the Sports Byline Network uh, nationally, AFN internationally, everybody tuning in on iTunes, everywhere else you listen in. But finally, Sirius XM, wow. I am stoked to be here, and uh, you know what that means? We are rolling out the red carpet. We got a show like none other today. We got a star-studded cast of guests, and uh, I am really, really excited to interview these people. So, without further ado, I think we got Bryce Menzies lined up for the show. That's right. He's just taken home uh, a King of the Hammers victory there in the T1 division. We got my good friend Antron Brown, you know. Mr. Personality himself likes to drive uh, top fuel cars at 330 miles an hour on a weekly basis. And then we got the prodigy, the one everybody's talking about. That's right, the Dirt Princess, Brian Deegan, the general's daughter, Miss Haley Deegan, coming off a second-place finish at the ARCA race on those general tires at Daytona International Speedway. So, uh, yes, an amazing list of guests today. Those of you who join us for the first time on SiriusXM, maybe you've never heard of the show, maybe never tuned in before. Welcome. We are the motorsports show that likes to do things a little bit different than anybody else. We interview the guests that nobody else does. We talk about the topics nobody else will. And you know what? We go to the events that sometimes get forgotten about. Not only that, we hit all the mainstream stuff as well. You never know who's quite going to pop onto this show as a guest, and you never know quite what's going to be talked about. Sometimes we dive into action sports, a little bit of culture, maybe some music. You never know where we're going to go. Esports, video games, it all collides right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show. So thank you guys if you're tuning in for the first time. I think you're going to enjoy the show. Those of you that are coming back, man, we got a big one for you today. Thank you guys all. We're going to take a short commercial break. We come back, I don't know, we're going to dive into some of my thoughts on the past weekend of motorsports right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with a down-and-dirty radio show since 2012. 
want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels, the Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount life is all about sound the sound of sports the sound of the racetrack and the sound of your vehicle don't drive around listening to this drive around listening to the sound of performance gibson performance gibson performance exhaust is the company who can turn this into this remember that life is all about sound and gibson exhaust is the sound of performance check out your next catback exhaust system headers muffler or utv exhaust at gibsonperformance.com and get more power and more sound like what you hear catch all the back episodes of the down and dirty radio show on apple podcast and be sure to rate review and subscribe Welcome back here to the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Yeah, this is uh, this is a bit of a big one for me, like I said in the intro. You know, uh, Sirius XM debut here with the Down and Dirty Show. Uh, so thankful for all the partners we got involved. Um, I'm kind of a little bit lost for words. I thought I had some big spiel plan, like, man, we're, uh, you know, I don't know even where to go. It's like, wow, drawing blanks here. I'm supposed to impress, right? And uh, totally falling flat on my face right now but uh just seriously very uh no pun intended uh excited to be uh airing on Sirius XM uh thanks to all everybody tuning in online thanks to Dan Patrick Radio for uh for uh, I guess giving us the platform as well as our good friends there at uh, Sports Byline uh, where we're airing uh nationally as well but uh you know a little bit about the show uh obviously you said in the intro you know you never know what to expect I think uh you know that is uh absolutely true here with this show today uh, a little bit of off-road a little bit of NASCAR a little bit of NHRA uh some interesting personalities uh for those of you who uh I believe Sirius XM is only airing our first hour you want the second hour it will be airing on Sports Byline as well as iTunes you can pick it up over there we get into power rankings in hour number two and a bunch of other stuff so 
We cover the gamut. Uh, you never know who's going to drop by the show. Pastrana, Ken Block, uh, Brian Deegan. Uh, you know, we've got some amazing guests, friends um, that we've developed over the years. And I think it's going to be a show unlike anything you've ever seen or heard here on SiriusXM or online. I, I think we're... Um, what did iTunes rank us? I think we were number four all-time downloads for automotive shows on iTunes, something like that. So we've been around for a while, uh, doing things our way, and uh, stoked to be back here. I know it's uh, well, we're rolling right into the Daytona 500. I guess this is like the tune-up show for the Daytona 500. Like, how does this kid from small town Arizona get to be the SiriusXM tune-up show for the Daytona 500 here on Dan Patrick Radio? Like. That I do not know, uh, but uh, I am very, uh, very excited about that. Um, so, uh, yeah, Daytona 500 happening. Uh, you know, we do dabble in a little bit of NASCAR talk here on the show. Uh, you know, it's definitely not our forte, though. Uh, more dirt sports, action motorsports, as we like to call it. Anything tire slaying, high flying, uh, fun having. That's kind of our bread and butter here. But, uh, you know, we've expanded into other things. Got a lot of friends in NASCAR. I know Kyle Busch going to be one of our uh, upcoming guests here on the show. I've uh, been talking with uh, JGR on that. So, uh, uh, should be uh, should be kind of fun, but you know, talking about uh, you know, I guess stock car racing, uh, we got to talk about this ARCA race that just happened. And General Tire, big partner in the ARCA series, obviously the title sponsor at this show. So we are going to talk a little bit about some of the young up and coming talent in the world of motorsports. It's coming through, you know, I guess the NASCAR ladder system in the ARCA series. And I got to tell you, I I don't know a lot about uh, a lot about. Uh, the NASCAR ladder system and, and, you know, and some of the TV ratings that are, I guess, tied to that. But uh, our next guest after the break is going to be Haley Deegan. And I got to tell you, I think she drove a ton of ratings. It had the big race feel for that ARCA race of almost like a Daytona 500. But yet it was just, uh, you know, it, it was kind of the opening race to uh, this entire Daytona 500, I guess, speed weeks, as they call them. And, um, you know, to me, that was that was something special to see really ARCA on the map and actually, you know, people driving, it's driving ratings. I think that's really, really impressive to me. And I think a lot of it has to do with the talent that we have racing in that division. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get into talking about the NASCAR ladder system, some of that stuff, but do have to give a, uh, uh, a little plug. I spent uh, almost a, a good part of a week out there in Johnson Valley for that little event they call King of the Hammers, no pun intended, on little event. It's where 60,000 people go and head out to Johnson Valley. And, uh, you know, you want to talk about Daytona Speed Weeks. I want to talk about off-road speed weeks that is hammers week out there at johnson valley starting off with the utv race i was slated to race in that i wasn't able to um but uh you know started out with that then you roll into uh, uh what do we got the everyman challenge uh we've got uh you know the the t1 or the trophy truck race you got the ultra four king of the hammers and then king of the motors which is absolutely gnarly got to give a shout out to my boy cameron Steele, the only guy i ever know to try and tackle every single division of that uh race uh led the uh, Ultra 4 King of the Hammers race for a little bit. Ended up having some problems. Got to give a shout-out to Bailey Campbell as well. The girl throwing it down out there. Looked like she may be in line for a victory, but it, there were so many lead changes in that one. Uh, those of you tuning in have no idea what King of the Hammers are. You've been lit literally living under a rock the past decade, and I say that funny enough because uh, it is a rock event. But, uh, yeah, King of the Hammers out there at Johnson Valley. Um, absolutely remarkable. 
Uh, Josh Blyler ended up with the uh, with the victory out there and the, kind of the dark horse going into the event. Not a, peop- a lot of people expected a lot out of him. I got to be honest with you, he wasn't on my radar. I've heard of the guy. I know who he is. I know he's talented. But I think a lot of people look at Lauren Healy. Uh, they look at uh, Jason Shearer, Cody Addington coming off a big victory there in the fall at the uh, Ultra Four Nationals. You know, uh, the Campbells, uh, all the Campbells, Waylon, Bailey, the legend Shannon Campbell. You know, th- there's this long list of um, of drivers who, uh, you know, I think people thought of before they may have got to Blyler. And one thing that's great about that race, it's an equalizer, man. Uh, you know, you can shoot, be shot out of a cannon, run up front, and at some point, you know, things can bite you out there. And we saw so many lead changes. And uh, I got to give a credit to uh, Dave Cole and everybody out there at Ultra 4 for – what they put together out there, one is the event, massive, something like, you know, 50,000, 60,000 people camping in this hammer town, you know, that's a city made out of nowhere. They call it the Burning Man of Off-Road. Uh, but not only that, but, you know, it's an, a remote event out in the middle of nowhere, California, and yet they bring this live stream, this TV quality. They've got helicopters in the air and, and you know, not just live streaming. It would be easy if it's a short course type event. I mean, this thing is stretched out over a 100-mile loop, and they've got, you know, real-time – you know, tracking, they've got amazing real-time helicopter footage. It's just absolutely remarkable what they've been able to build out there in the desert. And uh, that is, uh, it's become one of my favorite events of the year. Uh, I think most of the off-road communities it is. And uh, just, you know, fair warning to those of you tuning in, expecting this to be another NASCAR and drag racing and IndyCar show. Oh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk a ton of dirt sports, too. That's what this show was founded on. Obviously, we've moved into other things, but I'm a professional off-road racer myself. So, yes, we are going to talk about dirt sports. I know uh, Mint 400, another big one we got coming up here. Uh, You know, we're about a month out from that. So uh, we got to tune up to uh, one of the biggest, baddest off-road races in the United States uh, coming in the next uh, upcoming weeks. So uh, I guess before that, though, we do have to, uh, uh, you know, we do have to shift gears because uh, Daytona 500 is coming and, uh, you know, it is speed weeks and uh, that is definitely, definitely going to be a big one. Uh, also, I've got my eNASCAR team. That is right. I'm a franchise holder. I got a franchise with uh, eNASCAR. So uh, my guys doing battle out there at Daytona earlier this week. Uh, big pile up in eNASCAR if you're an iRacing fan. I know NASCAR's really got behind it. Uh, they had a big announcement with Coca-Cola getting on board with that. So, um, man, we're going to be all over the board here on this show. Supercross, yeah, we got to talk about that today, too. Um, they're in San Diego. Supercross now in full swing. So uh, you never know uh, what's going to happen. I do want to uh, want to say, though, you know, for those of you just tuning in, um, you know, uh, we like to make this a fan-driven show. And so I'm going to lead with that. Normally I won't lead with that in the show, but, uh, you know, a lot of new listeners coming in. Please shoot me a tweet at JimBeaver15. If you got any guest questions, suggestions, comments, you want a question you got about uh, one of the events you want me to answer on the show, I like fan content. We don't do phone-in interviews anymore. Our, our phone-in, uh, you know, from the fans, we used to do that. And, uh, you know, some of you, I, I just got to say, some of the questions were questionable. So we like to screen them a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, shoot them to me, at JimBeaver15 on Twitter. We will get those questions in the show. My promise to you, I love the fan questions. I love the fan feedback. And uh, it is fun having that interaction with you guys. So we like to keep it interactive. We love, uh, you know, and love integrating uh, your thoughts into the show. So, uh, yeah, so uh, so far we got Haley Deegan coming up. We got Bryce Menzies, Antron Brown. We got power rankings coming today. We got a ton of content. We got a ton to cover. 
man, motorsports is in full swing, and I am liking things. Um, so uh, we got a lot to talk about here on the show, so hang tight. We're going to take a short commercial break, and it'll be Haley Deegan here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets a standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my next guest to, uh, I guess, our Sirius XM debut of the show, Haley Deegan, uh, coming off uh, a fun event at Daytona. Haley, what uh, what is going on? Oh, uh, man, nothing. I'm actually at Daytona right now, so don't mind if you can hear the... Um... The ride-along cars in the background, we're in the infield at the moment. <laughs> well, we got to talk about Daytona. I mean, obviously, you've kind of been there a few times the past month. I know, uh, finally, I guess you're 18. They they finally let you attack the track. But uh, second in your first race at Daytona, I mean, you got to be pretty damn stoked with the way things turned out. I am, definitely, for sure. And it's crazy because I've been coming to this race for so many years. Me and my dad have, me and my mom, too. We've all been coming here kind of a part of watching it, but just to think that, like, I was racing on this track and how many great people and how many drivers with such big legacies and that have made such a big impact on the sport that have raced on that track. So there's so much history to it, and it's just it's such a cool story. Well, I know, uh, I got to tell you, I just talked with Bryce Menzies earlier today, and I think, like, there was more off-road people tuned into that race. I mean, obviously, you were racing. There's Riley Herbst, but um, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like the, I don't know what the ratings are for an ARCA race at Daytona, but I got to think that the ratings for this one probably were through the roof, and a good chunk of them probably came from the southwest U.S. and the off-road community because I got to tell you, I think everybody was pulling for you, Haley. And that's what's cool. I feel like now that they're – it was more of a diversity of drivers coming from all around the United States, and it really helps the viewership, and it really it diversifies the fans, and it brings new fans to the sport, fans that have never really watched ARCA racing, that are from off-road racing, that are now watching ARCA racing. So all it does is help the sport. Well, and how's the transition been to you? Been for you? I mean, obviously, we know we, we've seen you in pro light a little bit here and there, and uh, you know, I know you've you know you you've kind of bounced around and done a, a little bit of everything. But how's the transition been to you, for you? Because I know now you guys have a, a home base in Charlotte, I believe, right? I mean, you were like knee deep in in NASCAR. Like you've had to transplant yourself really to make a run at this thing, right? And move to the East Coast. Yeah, for sure. And we have a house in North Carolina just for the purposes of me being able to go to the race shop, going to train out there, uh, going on the sim, so we have somewhere that we can stay. But 
it's definitely been a whirlwind of everything going on. And yes, like it's hard to explain, but sometimes I like come back down to reality of like, hey, we're just racing ARCA. Like we ain't in cup yet. We ain't in truck yet. It's just, we still have such a long road to go and so many more years to come before we get to the level where we want to be. But it's been great. Everyone in North Carolina has been great. And I love it down there because everyone races. You go, you go to out to eat and stuff, and you'll see four racers at the restaurant. It's, just, it's such a cool place to be. Yeah, well, there's racers all over. There's races. I think, like, I mean, I usually spend a, a week in Charlotte. I know I'll be back there for the uh, for the ARCA race at Charlotte this year and, and doing radio for General Tire. But I spend a week back there, and there's literally, like, every single night you can go to an event or a race somewhere. Like, there's always something going on. Like, people back there, it seems like they just race. Exactly. You can go to a short track. You go to a dirt track. You can. There's so much going on. You can watch racing every single night you're out there. Yeah. So, you know, that being said, you, you know, you talked about, you know, we got to realize we're just in ARCA here and you say just in ARCA. I mean, that, that's a big accomplishment in itself, but you know, there's a bigger picture. I mean, do you feel, you know, obviously you've got a massive social media following, you've got all the cameras, everybody's interested. You know what I mean? Do you feel like there's a lot of pressure on you right now? Or do you, you know, or do you feel like, you know, you kind of been given a lot of slack to kind of figure things out? I mean, I wouldn't call it slack by any means. Uh, it's definitely that's It's kind of hard when there's attention on you and people are kind of watching you all the time to see how you perform, to see if, if something bad happens or if you have a good finish or if you have a bad race. And in NASCAR, you're going to have a lot more bad races than good races. There's only one winner. It's not like ball sports where it's like one team wins, one team loses. There's a lot of people that don't get into victory lane. So there, you're going to have a lot more negative races and positive races and usually when you're very as competitive as i am you want to win and you usually yes what you're working towards and everything you do is to win so when you don't win people will start questioning you especially if you have won in the past so it's constantly there is a lot of pressure that comes with it but it's good to have pressure on you because you know you're doing something right Oh, definitely. You know, with all that being said, you know, we, we got to talk because this is obviously a big year for you. You're going ARCA racing full time this year. But the big offseason news was almost kind of a family homecoming of sorts to uh, back to Ford. But how has things been with Ford? Obviously, I know you've been doing a ton with a uh, ton with the Blue Oval. Obviously, your dad has raced Fords for years going back to, uh, you know, Global Rallycross and and things like that that he did. And obviously his short course program. So how, how has that been for you and for the family to kind of be back? with the blue oval yeah everyone keeps asking me like oh how's everyone at ford i'm like i already knew everyone here before i was actually racing for ford so it's pretty funny to kind of come back uh reintroduce yourself to everybody and everyone's been so welcoming so helpful and they really they want to see me succeed and they're trying to do everything they can to get me to succeed whether it's giving me as much sim time as i need putting me with the best coaches trainers everything that i really i'm a big believer in it's really, you're going to get out what out of racing, what you put in. And so if you're willing to put in all that work and effort, I feel like it shows. And it shows the results. And people look at results for just about everything to judge drivers. So I think that being able to have all these resources and such help, helpful people around me, a really good group, all it does is escalate my racing that much more. Yeah. Well, you know, and all that being said, talking about your racing this year, we got to talk a little bit about the ARCA series because, uh, you know, this year's uh, this year's big. You get to do the big tracks, right? And ARCA throws a little bit of everything at you, right? I mean, uh, there's a there's short tracks, there's big tracks. I mean, how are you preparing for this year just because it is so different? 
Yeah, so there's actually like a short track shootout inside the series, and you end up going to two and a half mile tracks, or you'll be on a half mile track. And that's that's what's so good about the Arca series is I feel like when we were looking at what we should do for 2020, we were like, what are we going to develop the most? Like, in what series are we going to develop the most and be a better driver for the future and get that solid base that we need? And really, this 20 arc races that we are doing it really diversifies my experience and knowledge that I have in the racing world as quick as possible. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I got to ask, I know uh, I ran into your dad a week ago. Uh, I was out uh, at King of the Hammers. I, I've got a UTV program to go run there and we're doing some homework for next year and uh, standing there on Chocolate Thunder, up walks your dad and he starts looking at the same thing I do. We're both like, man, this this looks like a ton of fun. I, I got to ask, I know you guys got a new UTV deal. I know your dad's scoping out King of the Hammers. The, one, did he talk to you about KOH at all? And two, are we going to see you uh, racing some side-by-sides maybe on uh, on the off weekends if there is a such thing in Haley Deegan's world? I mean, if there's time, then yeah. I think it's just a matter of we're barely having time to pull off what we are now, especially with my brother's racing. So it's always hard to fit more stuff in. But if there's anything that I'm able to do that doesn't take a big chunk out of the budget for racing, <laughs> I'm definitely for it. So but it's exciting. It's, it's cool still being able to do the dirt stuff, the off-road stuff, being in that community, the community I grew up around. And it I really honestly helps my driving abilities and makes me a better driver. And it's the reason why I've been able to transition into stock car racing. Well, you know, and, and that's funny you say that, too, because, I mean, obviously you look at a guy like Jimmy Johnson, who's one of the most accomplished NASCAR drivers of all time, and, you know, he's got the same background you did, literally almost to a T, the exact same background, you know, that you have. So something like that, you look at that and you look at what he's been able to accomplish, that's probably got to get you pretty excited, right? Oh, yeah, it's definitely, when you think of one of the best drivers in NASCAR, Jimmy Johnson, he's very high on that list, and I think that... His work ethic really shows, it kind of runs circles around everyone else's, a lot of the other drivers. And I think that he's definitely the reason why he's won so many championships. Not just, he didn't just get lucky. <laughs> so he obviously did something right and has done something right to make his career that that impactful and that successful. So I think there's definitely some inspiration that goes um, for me that I really want to follow his lead because he's definitely done a lot right. Yeah. Well, I got to ask, uh, you know, obviously uh, Daytona, you came away second place. I know there, uh, you know, when you were, you know, they interviewed you afterwards, you said, man, this feels like a win, you know, and you were just ecstatic. The family was stoked. I mean, you had a real shot there to, 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 to take a victory. And obviously it just didn't come to you. It just looked like there wasn't uh, anything there in the final run just to, to be able to catch him. But, you know, you got to be really excited heading into this next round. I mean, what do you take away from Daytona moving forward in ARCA? Because now you know exactly what it takes to run up front. Yeah, and I think that me and my teammate have talked a lot about, like, if only he didn't get out of the race, like, if his car didn't break a few laps to go, like, what we would have done, like, we could have had it. And uh, There's so many what-ifs, and that's how racing is. It's always a bunch of what-ifs. If this happened, if that happened, if this person did this. And um, obviously, second is, you could obviously do better, but I feel like second was a really good accomplishment. And finish for me, considering... It was my first time at Daytona, first time with a new team, new manufacturer. Everything was new, and I feel like the dynamics been so good that the results came from that. And so it's definitely it's been a transition, but I definitely felt like it, Daytona for me was a success. Obviously, I wanted to win, but I wasn't really expecting to win my first Daytona race. <laughs> Yeah, well, and you know, you spent a lot of time at Daytona. How was uh, how was running the road course there? How, how are you liking uh, you know doing a little bit of road course racing? 
Yeah, that's crazy. The road course stuff, it's, it's such, it's almost like a different sport. It's a different animal. You have your kind of heavy hitter drivers, different driving style that I'm having to learn. Like, I'm not just trying to learn road course. I'm trying to learn this, like, road courser driving style. And everyone, every person from a different type of racing, whether it's dirt racing, dirt circle track, uh, oval pavement, whatever it is, there's all, like, a certain technique to it. And so I'm trying to learn that technique. I already had to learn the dirt to asphalt, and now I'm trying to learn, like, the asphalt to road course. And so <laughs> it's all a learning process, and I'm trying to take up as much information as I can. But the Mustang, driving the Mustang GT4 uh, in the Daytona race, it was so much fun. I feel like I was behind the wheel forever, <laughs> but I loved it. Yeah. Well, I know we're uh, running up against a time break here. I know you are busy, but one last question before we let you go, Haley. Uh, well, two, actually, I guess. Uh, one, I know you just dropped a, a new podcast. How are you liking podcasting with a family? And uh, two, uh, we've got to uh, got to ask. we got a lot of fans. They knew you were going to be on the show wanting to know, are we going to see Haley at Cranon this year? So uh, two questions, go. <laughs> um, so, actually, yeah, the podcasting is cool because in my family, I feel like all we talk about is racing 24-7, so it's cool to kind of give people that breakdown of what's going on in our minds, not just what you see on TV interviews, kind of more personal, in-depth things. So if you guys want to check that out, um, the Deacon's Podcast, I know it's on Spotify, Podcast One, and the regular podcast app on, like, your iPhone. So uh, you can definitely check it out in many different ways, and this one's interesting. We definitely have a few good stories from that weekend at the track, some funny stuff that happened. Awesome. Well, Haley, I appreciate you taking the time. And yes, to, and yes, to answer your question. Yes, yes. I should be at Cranon. <laughs> All right, sweet. I know that's that's what everybody wants to know. So we will see you there at Cranon, Haley. I appreciate you taking the time to uh, call into the show. And uh, I guess uh, if I don't see you before, then uh, we'll definitely see you out at Charlotte for the Arca race. Yeah, sounds good. And we'll be back with more after this on the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down and dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it, so when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible.
When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome, uh, I guess, my Polaris Razor teammate, Mr. Uh, Bryce Menzies, uh, who is uh, walking into uh, the studio, I guess, $100,000 richer right now. That's, uh, that's never a bad thing, Bryce. No, my my pockets are a little heavy this morning. <laughs> um, it's not every day that you get to go uh, uh, race for a, um, an off-road race for $100,000. So my hat's off to King of the Hammers for putting on one uh, one heck of a race. And uh, it's crazy what they do on out there at the lake bed. So it's cool to see. Yeah. Well, so I got to ask, you said your pockets are a little heavy. You didn't pull a Mark McMillan because he said on the podium last year, dude, this 100K, that's going to throw one big party. Like, I think it was all gone before they ever left KOH. So you actually kept the money around a little bit, right? Um, We'll see. We're <laughs> we're going to do definitely a big team party. Um, they're the whole reason why we kind of win these races. It, it's crazy how many uh, people it takes to go to win one of these desert races these days uh we usually bring around you know 40 50 people so um you know we'll go throw a little celebration party and then uh put some of the money back into the the racing so we can go win some more races yeah well dude we got we got so much to talk about but i want to talk uh one of the big things is you talk about the team and stuff like that i know you you've been very fortunate you've raced for for quite a while now but um, I mean, you know, you brought Oren in, uh, what, has he been with you about a year, year and a half now? I can't remember. But, I mean, you brought in one of the top co-drivers, I, w- I would say, in North America, hands down, man. I mean, how, how has that been for your team? I mean, you know, I know you guys had kind of known each other, but, I mean, he's legit. When you go to something, especially in the rocks, like at KOH and the UTVs, but even this, I mean, what's he bringing to the table for you? What's different about uh, your dynamic that you've got? Yeah, I think uh, when you talk about co-driver, you really have to – kind of check all the boxes. I mean, you're in the car with a guy for sometimes 16 hours, 24 hours. Um, you know, you really have to have a good connection and really trust that guy. So uh, when I was looking around for a co-rider, um, you know, Oren popped up and we started talking and I was friends with him before we started racing together and always just love the the type of guy that he was. He was just even keel, always 
always wanted to have a good time, always had a good attitude on him. And, you know, once we put him in the truck and started kind of working together, it seemed like we clicked, you know, right away with our personalities. Um, you know, when things happen, it seems like I always get frustrated and get in my head and, and kind of get down. And, and it's good to have him sitting next to me to be that voice of reason to, to kind of calm me down. He's always even keel, whether we're getting flats or having any type of issue with the truck. So putting him in, whether it's, um, you know, the, the T1 or the trophy truck or the UTV race, um, I just feel the most com- comfortable with him. And he's also putting in the effort. He's putting in the work. Nowadays in, um, you know, off-road racing, you have to have a guy that could change a tire within a minute 30, which is insane. But that's what these races are coming down today. So I'm lucky to have that guy sitting next to me, and we have uh, one hell of a time doing it for sure. You know, and it's funny you mentioned a minute 30. Like, dude, and you've been around the sport for, for quite a while now. Like, dude, that's insane. I mean, it used to be like you'd get a flat, and it was five, six minutes, whatever, you know. And it's like like you said, a minute 30, dude, that's that's so lightning quick, especially with 40-inch tires and, and the weight. And, uh, you know, and it's funny because watching the live stream, tire changes are happening so quick out there. They'd be like, oh, so-and-so dropped back a little bit. And they'd be like, oh, I wonder why. And then all of a sudden they'd be like, "Oh, they they changed they changed the tire." And like you, you guys are changing tires so quick, like the live stream doesn't even realize you guys changed them because they're you know they're out of the truck, back in the truck before you know before the live stream can even catch up with with what's going on, man. Like to me, that's crazy. And you got to think that it's just some of the top teams, the drivers don't even get out of the trucks these days. So I don't even get out of the truck when I get a flat. I hit the jack button. I I manage the jack from inside the truck. Um, he jumps out and I mean, like you said, those 40 inch tires, the rims, they weigh upwards to 120, 140 pounds, some of those things. So for him to just, uh, throw that thing around, like it's nothing. And he's not a huge, tall, big guy. So, um, he puts in the work and and that's what all these co-riders kind of got to do nowadays is, uh, it's almost their full-time job is to, uh, just co-ride, work out, train, um, practice this stuff because, you know, when you look at this stuff, we're we're dumping a lot of money into it. Our our partners are dumping a ton of money into it to go racing and to win these races. And um, you know, I think they expect and we expect to have the best guy sitting next to us and that can get those tires done um as quickly as possible. Or if we have a, a mechanical problem inside the truck, um have that guy knowledgeable to be able to fix it on the fly. So uh it it's kinda wild, like you're saying, you know, during the KOH race, you know, they're saying, Andy, oh, he had an issue. He dropped back 28 seconds or 30 seconds or whatever. And that's just a, a tire change. It, it's crazy how fast these guys are doing it nowadays. That, like what you're saying is you don't even know that we're getting flats because we're back on the road. We might not even lose a position because we could change these tires so fast now. Yeah, it's it's nuts. So talking about that, you and Andy – you guys had a dude, it was something to watch there for a while. And, you know, and obviously he ended up having, you know, what happened to him. But, dude, it was it, you as a driver, that had to have been pretty fun when you're in a battle with that guy. Obviously, you guys have been teammates down at Baja. You know each other well. You guys are, you know, both sponsored by Red Bull, same tire partner. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, both in all wheel drive trucks. Like, that has to be fun for you as a driver to have a wicked battle like that. Yeah, when uh, at King of the Hammers, when I qualified first and Andy was second, I knew. I know that's where he likes to be. He likes to hunt, and um, I like to be out front. I like to set the pace and kind of have clean air. I don't like dealing with dust that much. Um, and I knew with the two-minute gap that they they put for the starting position there, that's kind of a little bit of a disadvantage of us because it leaves him two minutes of clean air to catch up to me. So kind of my game plan was I, I always make this game plan is to take, you know, the first lap and a half easy 
and then kind of really see where we're at. And um, from the get-go, I just wanted to hold them within, try to hold them within those two minutes. And at this race, we have no, uh, there's only pretty much one remote pit. So that's only the time that we can get time splits. So when I'd come through on the first lap, um, he was 28 seconds ahead of me. And I'm like, man, you know, we're, we're, we're pushing pretty good. We're clicking pretty good. Um, and I got one flat. It kind of gave him a little gap that he caught up on me. And um, I knew on that second lap that we were going pretty good. And, and he got a flat, so it gave me about 30-second lead going into pit one. And um, I was pushing still pretty hard because I, I knew he was on my tail. And I knew that race, it, it's 300 miles, but uh, it's probably one of the rockiest, gnarliest uphills uh, races that you could put on tires. So for us, our plan was to stop every lap and put rears on. And then if we needed to, one of the laps to put fronts on. And coming through about lap and a half, I believe it was, we heard Andy uh, put it on its lid, um, which is a bummer because we had such a fun race going. It was it was going back and forth on time, and we were uh, putting a bunch of time on everybody else. So after, you know, he kind of topped over, I got the times from Luke McMillan, who was, I think, third at that time, and um, he was over six minutes down. So we kind of backed it down and cruised from there, but first half of the race was uh, an all-out battle with Andy, and it's fun to go race like that. It, it makes you uh, challenge yourself, challenge uh, the truck, and uh, when we got that flat, uh, like I said, Orrin did it in a minute 30 or something like that, and I thought Andy was going to get around us, but uh, he must have had a problem as well. So clean clean air all day, which is always nice. Yeah, well, which leads me to, you know, talking about, you know, you guys kind of running out front, and we've got to talk the all-wheel drive, two-wheel drive thing, but here's a question kind of as my lead-in, like, I haven't driven an all-wheel drive trophy truck. I've I've driven two-wheel drive ones, and and those you got to drive pretty committed, or they don't quite work right. But with the all-wheel drive rally cars I've driven and stuff like that, and I know talking with guys like Kyle Duke, obviously you've driven a Pro Four, you know, plenty. Um, but you know, Pro Fours they don't really work right. You can't lay up. You know, you get a big lead, and it doesn't really matter because if you you go you try and run ninety percent, the truck just doesn't work right, right? And I know rally cars the same way. Is is the all wheel drive trophy truck kind of the same way? Like you get out front, and you you really can't, even though you've got this big gap layup because the truck just won't work right. I mean, you kind of because I've never driven one, Bryce. I mean, kind of take us through that. I mean, you you've got to be pretty committed in them though, right, for them to to hook up. Yeah, I think once you kind of get in the all-wheel drive truck and learn learn the vehicle, it, it, that is definitely right. Like in the corners, you can't be halfway on the throttle or quarter on the throttle because the rear spins a little bit faster in the front. So um, there is a lot to learn with those trucks. And I think with kind of me racing Pro 4 before I got in the trophy truck and then um, into an all-wheel drive trophy truck, I think that really helped. But there is that little bit of balance, but it's, it's funny that you said that on the third lap, we actually backed it off and tried to conserve and, and play it smart and save the truck. And um, kind of what we found out is that we were actually burning more fuel doing that, um, which was surprising. But that's kind of the game is, is with these all-wheel drive trucks, momentum is the key, keeping everything spinning. Um, but the, the game has changed. I mean, like I say to everybody, the, the first time that I realized I needed a four-wheel drive trophy truck was, I want to say, I forget what year was, 15 or 16, and I drove a Polaris Razor for the first time down in, in Mexico on the crossover road, and I drove half of it in two-wheel drive, and then I put it in four-wheel drive and drove the other half, and I said, if you could build a four-wheel drive trophy truck hands down, it would destroy the two-wheel drive competition no matter what. 
And um, it seems like that's what it's getting to. These trucks are, you know, you, you got to think you have four tires connected to the ground at all times compared to two. Um, you have that much more traction. You have that less of wheel spin for hurting tires for fuel. So I think the game was for a long time was to try to get the equipment to live and the technology to be at the standard that it can withstand a thousand miles of the most brutal terrain and, and uh, truck abuse you could put on something so it's cool to see the level of our sport get to um it's hard because it's costing so much more money now with uh development and bringing these four-wheel drives in but that's where our sport has it uh we're in the unlimited class and whatever you could bring you can go race so um i think everybody's trying to push that bar and see where technology could take us nowadays well, and I, I think it's interesting you mention that because, like, you start looking and people want to compare trophy trucks to Formula One cars. Formula One's even got rules. You know, you, you look at Dakar. I mean, you've been there. There's rules there. Like, you know, even these major that are supposed to be open kind of run what you brung. I mean, Pikes Peak would probably be the only thing left that I know that is wide, wide open. Like, trophy truck really on a technology standpoint, dude, it it's kind of stands on its own and in the world just because there there really are no rules even the other unlimited things like i said at formula one there's rules there trophy truck there is none you know it's like you know use your best you know get your best minds and engineers and whatever they can design you can actually go and and race it and i think that's what uh for sure that's what keeps my dad coming back um his mind's always spinning and when uh you know two years before we even started building our first four-wheel drive that's all he talked about was flying from the helicopter and seeing us you know, slow down for ditches and then come back out and just watch the rear tire spin. And I believe it was Vegas Reno um, where we got, I think it was like eight flats or something. And my dad's like, this is ridiculous. We're building a four-wheel drive. And, uh, you know, that's really what's helped our team kind of grow is is my father being a part of it. And um, he's not in the day and day in and day out activity of uh, watching the prep and overseeing the shop like I do, but he's more of the guy that comes in and and wants to design new front diffs and talk to the engineers and, and see what's capable. Because when, when someone says to him, you know, that's not possible, that's what, that's what makes him dive even deeper and and wants to prove people wrong. So it's cool to see uh, these type of people in our sport and um, where it's gone to with the the all wheel drive, the four wheel drives. Um, We raced our brand new Mason out of the box and won. um, And we're going to race our uh, old Huseman at King or at uh, uh, the mint 400. So, um, all the speculation of saying our old truck wasn't good. It's just, they're, they're two different types of trucks. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, it's cool that, uh, I'm the only one that really knows the difference between the two and where one truck will, you know, benefit a different type of race course. The other one will benefit the other. So, um, it's just cool to see the technology where it's going in our sport, keep growing like this. Yeah. Well, and I, I think it, your proof is in, you know, you, obviously you've got a Mason, you've got the Huseman truck. It's not like you've went and put the Huseman up for sale or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, I think you've got, you got a couple of weapons in the arsenal and depending on the track and conditions and things like that, you can pull one or the other out. You know, I think it's definitely an advantage to you. And I think, yeah, anybody that's saying that, you know, I, I like you said, you're the only one that actually knows. And being that you haven't put one up for sale, I, I feel like you haven't really drawn a line in the sand and said which one is better or not. No, I think, uh, you know, like our, our, our game plan was, uh, you know, we, we had the Huseman, we built four wheel drive. It's a front engine. Um, and it works unreal. We're, we're still working on it to get it the best that it is, but you know, we got a Mason. It's the next 
biggest, baddest all-wheel drive. And, um, you know, now we have both of them. And with us racing so many races, it's really hard to turn, especially now with a, a four-wheel drive truck. There's so many more parts and, and uh, stuff that you have to prep um, to turn a truck around within three weeks or a month is insane. So um, what we kind of did was we have two all-wheel drive trucks now where we could flip one in for one race and one for the next race. And we'll be back with more with Bryce Menzies in hour number two here on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Show powered by Polaris Razor. Conditions off the pavement are always changing. So why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. All right, welcome back here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver got it locked and loaded and held down. For those of you wanting the rest of that Bryce Menzies interview, it's going to be airing in hour number two. If you're a SiriusXM listener, I know they've got us capped at one hour today. We're calling it the power hour of the show. Uh, if you want the second hour one, hit up SiriusXM. Tell them, hey, we want more Down and Dirty Show. But if uh, not, uh, you know what? You can check us out on iTunes, downanddirtyshow.com, or uh, anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Listen to hour number two. Trust me, it isn't going to disappoint. we got power rankings. we got the rest of the Menzies interview. And we got my good friend Antron Brown, a.k.a. AB. Yeah, he's going to be on the show as well. So we got a lot coming up in hour number two. Uh, you know, if you've got to, any guest suggestions, or not guest suggestions, what do you mean? Guess questions getting tongue tied here, and we're only an hour in. Hit me up at Jim Beaver 15 on Twitter. Yeah, that's right, the Twitter machine. Hit me up over there, and uh, we will definitely get those questions in hour number two. Trust me, those power rankings this week, they're going to be shenanigans. I can't wait to get your guys' feedback there on what's to come in the power rankings because uh, I got to tell you, I think we. Uh, it's like confetti there. I think you put a bunch of names in a hat and you throw them out, and that's the way our power ranking is going to lay out this week. we got my good friend Chris Leone. He's calling in to the show, my media director, and he's going to help me out with that and um, help us get dialed in, locked in, and uh, try and sort through the madness of the past week in motorsports. And let me tell you, that isn't an easy task whatsoever. So, all right, we are going to take a short commercial break. Hour number two coming at you here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Show Powered by Polaris Razor. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision Wheel on social media to learn more. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor, our number two. Um, yeah, we got uh, a second half of our Bryce Menzies interview to come here after the break. Also got power rankings, and we got my good friend Antron Brown calling in to the show. So we got a lot, I mean a lot, coming at you here in hour number two. So uh, hang tight. It's going to be one hell of a ride. Uh, but, uh, you know, before that, I do want to uh, mention there was some big news coming out. Uh, I guess this would be like our News Bites segment of the show. But uh, Roger Pinsky, you know, big news was he bought IndyCar, uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, uh, you know, pretty much uh, all things uh, open-wheel racing in this country here. Uh, you know, what was it, uh, in the last year? Uh, big, big news back in, I believe it was October. Uh, but uh, he's got some uh, some big news in regards to uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the Indy 500. Um, you know, they're trying to get long-term uh, financial investments from partners, things like that. But uh, I guess they have made the announcement it will be – uh, the biggest purse in Indianapolis 500 history this year. Um, they also have a, a bunch of facility enhancements uh, that they're going to uh, to make. 
uh, for Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Enhancements to the qualifying weekend. Uh, they've got new sponsors um, and uh, making some tweaks to the IndyCar series. Uh, man, it, this is good news. I mean, IndyCar has been on the upswing for quite a few years now and, uh, you know, kind of hit, uh, I would say, almost fever pitch the last two years. The, the championships have gone down to the wire. TV ratings are spiking. Uh, you know, we've got some amazing talent in there, young talent. Digitally, the growth has been huge for IndyCar. Everybody kind of went, what's next, right? Roger Penske, that influx of cash coming in, all those new ideas. And, uh, man, it looks like the 2020 IndyCar season is going to be uh, nothing short of uh, of amazing. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, looking at, uh, I don't know, maybe Long Beach Grand Prix might be the first IndyCar race of the year I actually get a chance to go out to. I definitely will be in Indy the month of May for the Indianapolis 500 and uh, the Indy GP. Indy GP become one of my favorite events of the year. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, we've got uh, we've got a lot of IndyCar coverage coming. I know they've had uh, the uh, open test at Circuit of the Americas. Uh, you know, that was uh, kind of, you know, had some rain, so it kind of threw a wrench into plans. But, uh, man, IndyCar, Roger Penske, they are in full swing so far. And I'm excited on all these announcements that keep cranking out. So, uh, yeah, we are uh, going to take a short commercial break, come back in full swing here with hour number two. We got that Bryce in- Menzies interview to finish up and a whole lot more right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a Down and Dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris. Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision Wheel on social media. 
to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I've uh, been uh, catching up with the Bryce Menzies there, and we got him standing by uh, to finish off this uh, interview here in hour number two. Well, Bryce, well, it, I got to ask, you know, I know uh, kind of in the lead up, uh, we saw here, uh, what, a few weeks back, you were able, uh, Kyle Long put out a tweet about wanting to go race the, the Mid 400. You guys took him out for uh, a ride in your all-wheel drive truck, dude. How was that? I mean, basically, you know, taking a guy who'd never been in anything like that out for his first ride, and it's not just easing him into off-road. I mean, you're putting him in an all-wheel drive trophy truck sitting shotgun with you, man. How was that? I mean, what what was going through his mind afterwards? Yeah, first, uh, you know, Matt Martelli called me and kind of set the thing up. And um, I, I honestly, my favorite thing is to take people that have no idea what a trophy truck is or what it can do and put them in the seat and just see their reaction. And uh, so Martelli brought him down. And one of the coolest guys that I think I've ever met in my life, most down-to-earth guy, um, really wanted to dive in and learn all about what off-road racing is. And, and he's really into the sport and racing. And so uh, we had uh, long conversations. He wanted to look the truck over. This guy is like six, seven, huge. huge. I mean, he's a, a huge football player. So I'm like, oh, man, I don't know how the hell we're going to fit you in this truck. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he was so stoked. No matter what, he was going to fit in that thing, whether he had to, <laughs> to scrunch down. or. Um, so we got him in the truck, and, and the first thing I did was kind of just warmed up the truck and then took him down at the Mint 400. Um, I believe it's called Thumper's where we go down at about 130 miles an hour over four-foot whoops. And, yeah, it's that and long he was just blown away. Stretch, right? His reaction, he was screaming, so it was so cool. Dude, that's that's awesome. Yeah, and you know he's hooked now. He's You know he's gone back, and he's trying to figure out what kind of vehicle he can buy to go race. And, he, dude, you know he's, like, totally bit by the bug. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think anybody that you put these in the, these trucks do the same thing. And uh, towards the end, I was like, hey, you want to hit a jump? And he's like, are you kidding me? Let's go. So out on the lake that there's this little jump and went and launched it. And uh, just his eyes, his reaction, um, that's what it's all about is just kind of uh, showing people what these vehicles can do. And um, somebody as an athletic guy like him from a professional sport like football and kind of seeing the respect that he has for us and our driving talent and stuff like that, it's it's cool to see and cool to cross over uh, sports as well. Yeah. 
So I want to go back. I to definitely, I definitely wouldn't want to line up against him. Heck no. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, trade him sports any day. <laughs> no way, dude. That's gnarly what those guys go through in the NFL. You see a guy like that, and then you know there's a guy opposite him, and they're both like a, a train wreck. How many plays a game? You know, <laughs> 50, 60 plays a game, just running right into each other. Like, nah, dude. Exactly. I, I don't want to. I don't want to be in the middle of that. Like, no way. <laughs> yeah. We all think we're tough until you see a guy like that. And I'm like, nah, wave the white flag. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'll sit in the race seat and drive behind the wheel. Yeah, exactly. So I want to go back to KOH real quick, though. I want to talk about U- the UTV race because uh, I know last year you went and uh, you guys had a phenomenal run there. I think it blew everybody away. I mean, even Polaris, I think it blew them away. Um, you know, you guys, what, finished seventh last year? And I honestly, for a KOH debut, dude, that's huge. Uh, you come back this year. I know you guys kind of got a double flat, like right off the start. It just kind of derailed everything. But, dude, I mean, have you been bitten by the rock bug? I mean, obviously KOH. I mean, is this something where like you're, you're into the UTV thing? We're gonna see an Ultra Four in the in the garage at some point. Like, to, to, take us through KOH, dude, because I got a feeling you're, you're kind of enjoying yourself out there in the rocks. Yeah, last year uh, was my first year out there in the UTV, and and. Uh, just going and having like Casey Curry and Orrin and them show me around the desert and, and kind of go to some of these rock trails and say, Hey, we're taking our players razor up that. And I'm like, there's no way that these cars can go over that. And it was just mind blowing what these vehicles can do. So um, I was so surprised we finished seventh overall first uh, King of the hammer. So we put a, a lot more effort into this year. We really built um, two race cars, one for pre-running one for the race. And went out, did our homework, and, um, you know, went out and qualified. I wanted to qualify up front, and I qualified eighth compared to last year. I think I was 37th. So I wanted to see what these front runners would do and how fast they pushed through the rocks in the desert because um, I don't race the UTV every day. So it was really cool to start up there. And right over, I think it was the first rise, someone hit a massive rock and pushed it in the right rut. And I came over the hill, didn't even see it, and blew out my right front and uh, – uh, right rear and I was like no way we only carry one spare so we put one spare on and had to drive 16 miles on a flat on a rim which kind of uh, started our day off horrible and uh, I was like you know what, Orin, let's just keep going these races you can't give up I mean in the rocks people could lose you know hours and hours so we kept trekking we actually had a shock blowout and then in the pit two our car caught on fire so uh, it was insane day but we got to the rocks clean uh, the car was all good at that point, just a, a shock that was blown out. We started crawling through, and we got to Chocolate Thunder, and the course was completely different than I pre-ran. And uh, everybody was stuck. It was a train wreck. People were freaking out. So I tried to go up and around and actually broke an axle and CV, and I didn't have a spare with me. So um, we kind of called it. Uh, we're going to go back, regroup. But, uh, you know, in that Polaris race, it was so much fun. That race is insane just to see what they'll go over so we're going to uh kind of regroup do a little bit more testing hopefully this year out there and then for sure come back next year with polaris razor and uh try to go after that win yeah dude i know i've got uh my car we got one being built i know I, i've seen everybody out there for the last couple of years and Polaris sent me a unit and we didn't get it it literally just didn't quite make the cut i was entered a race and so but I seeing what you've gone through and got like everybody that goes out there, I feel like it's all about homework out there. Like I'm just planning on spending the fall, like start weekending out there and just hitting the rocks and testing and things like that. Cause I feel like that's one of those where you, it's just homework. It's repetition, homework, repetition. You know, I, I feel like it's, you got to put in the time out there to be successful, you know? 
Yeah, and and that's kind of what I think I didn't do. You know, with my my desert racing stuff, I put in I think more time than anybody. And in the King of the Hammer stuff, uh, it's more of a something kind of fun for me and fun to do for my partners, Players Razors. So I didn't take it. I took it serious, but I didn't go out and put the homework in like I should have. And um, we only pre-ran one day. Um, so I think definitely we're going to go try to get some more knowledge, um, go learn from the people that have done this their whole lives, kind of like how I did with desert racing. I, you know, I l- latched on with Jesse Jones and he kind of taught me the ropes, um, teach me how to pre-run. So I need to uh, kind of link up with someone that does the same thing out there at the rocks and, and go learn the technique, put in the homework and the time. And I think that that shows for any type of sport, business, whatever you do, um, if you put in the work, if you put in more work than, the guy sitting next to you, uh, you're always going to have a better shot at winning that race or, or challenging whatever's coming up. So um, just like you said, it, it's going to take time, homework, and dedication to, I think, go win one of these races one day. Yeah. So uh, before we let you go, want to want to ask, I mean, obviously we know the plans this year. You guys are, are pretty committed to desert racing, some of the premier events, things like that. You got the all-wheel drive trucks. Uh, I know you still got uh, got the Pro 4 sitting there in the garage. I mean, we're going to see you out at Cranon this year. Uh, you got any any plans to do any short course racing this year, Bryce? Yeah, that's the, that was the plan. Um, we actually built a, another roller Pro 2 as well. So uh, the plan was to bring them all to Crandon and go racing. Uh, I guess I just got word yesterday that um, I don't know if it's confirmed, but that they are talking about making pro four run DOT tires, uh, which I was pretty surprised. But um, so we'll have to learn that kind of figure that whole thing out before we head back to Crandon. But uh, Crandon is one of those special events that, that we'll be going to for man, even, even after I'm done racing, you know, right. uh, I love that place, the vibe that's where, uh, you know, I won my first pro two championship was back there. So Crandon's, it's got my heart for short course racing. That's why we don't race short course, but that's the only race we go to just because of, of how big the event is um, and, and the people out there. So we'll bring the Pro 4. Uh, we're going to throw everything at it, kind of like last year. I was disappointed with uh, kind of how we ran last year. We we broke, but we were always leading. So do our homework, like I said, and we'll go back and enjoy it, but uh, have fun racing that Pro 4 as well. Awesome, man. Well, Bryce, I appreciate you taking the time, buddy. Uh, congrats on uh, being a 100K richer, and uh, I guess we'll see you out at the uh, mid-400 here in, uh, what, what are we, about three weeks out, month out, something like that? Sneak yeah. up on us, I it's, think. It's, cr- it's crazy how, how quick it comes. And we'll be back with more after this on the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S., 
and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here with uh, my media director, the guy that keeps me straight, Chris Leone. Uh, Chris, man, uh, you know, obviously Sirius XM this week, it is a big deal, along with AFN and, uh, you know, and Sports Byline, uh, 200 networks around the country, all our friends there tuning in online as well. But uh, uh, we're finally in the thick of things. Uh, you know, power rankings, I feel like the past couple of weeks, it's been, I don't know, maybe a little bit light, but now we got NHRA in action. We got NASCAR getting fired up. We had some ARCA racing, obviously Supercross going on. We had King of the Hammers. I, I feel like this is the first week we really got some meat here where we, we've got to make some hard choices, man. For sure, Jim. And I mean, first and foremost, obviously, congratulations on the Sirius XM thing. It's you know, it's been fun to be a part of this over the past couple of years. And, you know, even dating back to before I was working with you on GRC, it's been a long, strange trip, but it's exciting <laughs> to uh, see the show breaking into satellite radio. But, you know, yeah, as you said, on power rankings, we finally have we finally have another tough one. I mean, I think we had maybe one other difficult one earlier in the year, but you know, now we're finally, like you said, starting to get into the thick of things. You know, we had a bunch of different events to sort of go off of. I've got a few people that would have made my list any other week, but, you know, and we get into this. I mean, there are those couple of weekends we always talk about later in the year that are really tough as well. But, uh, you know, this one, this one's going to be interesting. It'll be, I, I think it'll be very funny if we end up having the five same names on our list. Yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I don't see that happening. That being said, uh, we got a, we got a hard slot this week for this thing, so we can't uh, we can't get long winded here. I think we got a minute apiece on each person. But uh, who do you have at number five on your list, Chris? Well, Jim, number five, I am heading to Daytona, um, and I'm going to camp out there for a little bit. But I am heading to Daytona for the ARCA race, Lucas Oil 200, driven by our friends at General Tire and uh, Michael Self second Daytona victory in three years. I mean, there were a lot of people kind of wondering in the off season after just how disappointing last year ended, is Michael self going to come back to Arca? Is he going to look to move on? You know, where, where's he at? Um, but, you know, made the statement just basically, look, I'm here. I'm, I'm here to go win this Arca championship. I've got unfinished business and no better way to start that than by just dominating the race in Daytona led far more laps than anybody else did. Um, you know, nobody had anything for him at the end. And I know that Haley Deegan kind of lost her teammate there to try and make a charge. And she was going to have to work with self teammate drew dollar. If she was even going to make a move, but um, you know, nobody had anything for Michael self in that race. And, you know, it'll be, it'll, it may be even a surprise to see if anybody has anything for Michael self this season. He looks that strong right now. Yeah, you know, and Self, this kid is, yeah, truthfully, and this is going to sound bad, for whatever reason, I truly believe he should be an Xfinity or Cup. He's that good, and, and I think once in a while there's just a legit talent that slips through the cracks. And now, unfortunately, Self is, I think, darn near 30 years old, which in NASCAR terms is beyond over the hill for a young talent. So I, I, I don't know what the future holds for Michael Self, but I do know this kid is, 
He has legit talent. Uh, you know, I know last year's ARCA championship, he lost it. It, it was his del- – I don't know. He just – I feel like he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's the guy to beat this year. I got no arguments with Michael Self on your list at number five. I've got him ranked a little higher. I will disclose that. For my number five, though, I am going ARCA racing, and it's not often I put a second-place finisher on the list, but I got to give a lot of credit to one of our guests this week, Miss Haley Deegan, because, Chris, I feel like somebody having the weight of the world on her shoulders, it was Haley Deegan. I don't know what TV ratings were for that ARCA race. I got to think they were probably the highest in history. And probably because <laughs> Haley Deegan was in the race at Daytona. Her first ever Daytona, the girl delivers with a second place finish. Uh, you know, and she, truth be told, she didn't have anything for self in the end for some odd reason. Things just didn't lay out. But a solid second place finish in her first ever Daytona with all the world's eyes watching her man the girl held up under the pressure cooker i gotta give her a slot on my power rankings no doubt jim and you know like you said it's she's gonna have a lot of pressure on her all year long she's one of only a handful of drivers that's really running for that national arca title and it'll be interesting to really see what she has over the course of a full season up against michael self i mean we know that she was spectacular in the uh, K&N series when she was running that full time. So I think it'll be an interesting battle, but uh, moving up the list to my number four, we're like I said, we're camped out in Daytona for a little bit, but um, I am actually, I am going to go to the cup series. I am going to go to qualifying and kind of similar reasons for me to put Ricky Stenhouse jr. On my list. I obviously it's not the same kind of pressure as Haley Deegan is facing. But I think anytime you get dropped in, you know, over an off season, especially when you seem to be pretty secure and really seem to have a deal with your team, anytime you get dropped, you've got a chip on your shoulder. You've got to make something happen. And that's exactly what Ricky Stenhouse Jr. did in Daytona 500 qualifying, scored the pole, uh, put the number 47 car up front in the grid. You know, it's, it's always impressive to me to see a driver who just kind of throws the gauntlet down uh, their first time out in a new ride after they got bounced. It's one thing if it was the driver choosing to move on and move up, but you know, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Definitely thought he had a home with Roush Fenway. And uh, you know, now, now that he's with JTG Doherty, you know, looking for a fresh start, no better way to do that than by qualifying first. Yeah. You know, in motorsports, it's that weird Weird thing where I I don't know if for some and it's no reflection on Stenhouse it's just like James Hinchcliffe no reflection on him why he got cut from uh, you know I guess what is a McLaren Aero SPM I still need to get the proper terminology for that team name down but um, yeah I don't think it was any reflection on Stenhouse but uh, always fear a driver with a chip on their shoulder and I think he's definitely got one of those this year speaking of chips on their shoulder I feel like my number four may have a little of the same. Uh, three wins now in Supercross so far in 2020. Dylan Ferran has taken home big victory there in San Diego. Uh, he's now, uh, you know, he's had the points lead, continues to have the points lead. Uh, you know, he's putting together a phenomenal campaign in 250 West. Had to have Ferrandis on my list at number four. Yeah, Jim, you know, I I feel like I've been kind of underrating Dylan Ferrandis a little bit this year. Um I do have one Supercross rider on my list, but like you said, you know, it's been a strong season for him. And like we've said in past weeks, you know, he's proving that he didn't just inherit a championship from Adam Sansarulo, just kind of uh, giving it away last year. Ferrandis went out and earned it. 
and he's going out and he's making sure that he earns a second one just in case there was any doubt. But my number three, uh, we're going up to the 450s and we are going to Cooper Webb. Uh, Cooper Webb finally getting on the top step of the podium. He was sick to start the season. You know, it just, it wasn't a, I mean, I guess I'm not totally surprised just because Supercross over recent years, after Ryan Dungey retired, it seems like the champions have all kind of been a bit of a surprise, and then they've fallen back to earth a little bit. But now we're starting to see that same form from Cooper Webb that won the championship last year. You know, he doesn't want to be kind of a one-and-done champion. He doesn't want to be somebody who isn't able to follow up on that title uh, put himself right back into the championship race. And he's still got a few points to make up going into uh, this next stretch of the season. Um, you know, now that they've kind of gotten out of the Southwest uh, portion that opens up the year, but you know, Cooper Webb, definitely, I think a well-deserved uh, number three on my list for finally taking that first victory of the year. No arguments with Cooper Webb on your list at number three for number three, though, I am going, uh, I'm going drag racing and uh, we're moving to the funny car division. Fast Jack Beckman, uh, you know, taking home uh, top honors there to kick off the season in Pomona. And, uh, you know, I feel like he had a he had a really good campaign last year. And I feel like he's coming out swinging in 2020. You know, he uh, uh, put his stamp there on, uh, you know, on the funny car division to start the year. And uh, looks like he's the guy with the target on his back in 2020. No doubt, Jim. And, uh, you know, Pomona is always an exciting one to start the season. And, uh, it was definitely an interesting one uh, this year with just who showed up and who wasn't able to show up. And, you know, it's, it, it's, it's going to be a really interesting 2020 season. Um, I do have one NHRA name on my list, but um, I am not going to go there for my number two. I am going to go to King of the Hammers, wrap up KOH, Josh Blyler, um, you know, admittedly not somebody who I kind of had pegged, as a winner of this race, just because I feel like it's really easy when you go into King of the Hammers to look at the guys who have won it multiple times, because it's one of those races that it really seems hard to break into that winner's fraternity. It feels like most of the winners, you know, of the ultra four race have won it two times, three times. I mean, Jason Shearer was going for a fourth, um, you know, so to break into that fraternity to become just the seventh winner in KOH history, you know, I've got to give it up to uh, Josh and had to have him on my list at number two. No arguments. I will get to him right now, though. I'm going to go back Arca Racing because number two on my list, I have Michael Self. All the reasons you said before, but, uh, you know, I just felt like, uh, you know, the, the race at Daytona, it had a big race feel. And, I mean, Daytona always does, but Arca's always kind of been an also-ran. And I feel like that wasn't the case this year. And I think General Tire's been a big part of it. Obviously, a lot of this, you know, this talent that we've got in the series uh, is a part of it. But uh, Michael Self, big victory there at Daytona. Uh, you mentioned him earlier. We're kind of running short on time, so I'll keep it short. But, uh, yeah, I had Michael Self number two on the list. Well, Jim, it's interesting because I think that means that my number one isn't on your list at all. And I am going to NHRA. I'm going to Pomona. And I'm going to somebody who did something that even Don Garlitz couldn't do. Doug Kalitta three in a row in the top fuel class at Pomona. And I mean, what can you say about that? I know that obviously the top fuel field was a little bit depleted. Um, really looking forward, obviously, to seeing Steve Torrance make a season debut um, in Arizona. But uh, 
you know, three wins in a row at Pomona. When, whenever you have something that somebody's never done at one of the most iconic tracks on the schedule in the NHRA, you know, I've, or any series really, I mean, I've got to, I've got to put that pretty high on my list. So I've got Doug Coletta as my number one. No arguments there, and that means I am going back to Johnson Valley and King of the Hammers. My number one, the king in 2020, Josh Blyler. Like you said, a little bit of a dark horse coming in, but uh, he delivered one and counted, uh, took home the big victory there, and anytime you win the hardest off one-day off-road race in the world, you're going to be at the top of my list that week. Josh Blyler, number one on my list. That being said, we got to take a short commercial break here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Back after this. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind general tire has you covered from the all-new g-max rs to the grabber atx no matter what you drive general tire will get you where you're going learn more at generaltire.com general tire cruising with a down and dirty radio show since 2012 looking to have some fun on four wheels dirtfish rally school has you covered packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Got my good friend, Mr. Antron Brown, who, uh, A.B., I don't know what you got yourself into, but I was going to introduce you. You know, we could talk about you being a DSR driver, this and that. Now now I just got to introduce you as NHRA team owner, Antron Brown. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but the thing about it is, is it's one of those deals that it's, it's just the next chapter where I'm heading at in my life. And and right now, you know, the good part is, is just all the partners that are making it happen, like Maco Tools, Global Electronic Technology, and then Hank Stiffers and just TRD and Toyota. Man, just, those partners have been with me since the beginning, and uh, Global just signed on this year with Steve Bryson and his wife, Samantha, and uh, Pat and his son, Trevor, and all those good people over at Global Electronic Technology. And we've just been making it happen, man. We're just bringing it all together. And then Don Schumacher just being the backbone of everything, just like, you know, we're working together where we can make this transition. Because right now, the team is still a DSR. So our, my goal is with uh, AB Motorsports, is with me and my crew chief, Brian Karate, that we could just, work forward to the future where we can just keep building and building and eventually hopefully uh in the near future we'll just own everything and then uh ab motorsports will be off and running yeah well and you know i i think i look at this whole thing and i go there's two parts to this one you're i i've got to know you pretty well the past few years and you're a pretty visionary guy. Like you've always got a goal. You've, you, you've got, you know, you've always looked into the future. What's next? What's next? How can we expand? How can we make things better for partners? How can I make things better for me? You know, how can we grow the footprint? You're always looking at that, but 
you know, that being said, like, you got to give Don Schumacher a lot of credit here because, you know, he's got one of the baddest dudes on the planet in Antron Brown under contract with him. But yet he's endorsing this idea, you know, of, of Antron kind of moving into team ownership. Like, to me, I got to tip the cap to Don because a lot of team owners, they wouldn't want to do that. They'd want to keep you locked in, dude. <laughs> I know. And, uh, and, that, and that's the crazy part about it. But for Don... You look at what he has established in this sport. You know what I mean? A lot of people look at different ways and different deals, and and he always said that he will never hold somebody down if they want if they want to do something and go out beyond their limits. You know what I mean? He always inspires people to do great things. And uh, look at his story. He came in a sport with his son. He he used to own his own race team back in the day when he used to drive his funny cars. Had a multi tier team back in the day when it was even unheard of where he came out with two funny cars and three funny cars to each race event. And then you look at now what he's done for the sport where the man's been in every single different type of Hall of Fame, won multiple world championships, over 17 world championships as a team owner. And also just, he's got over 300 and like, I think he's about to eclipse over 375 events as a, as a team owner, including all the different classes he's been in, pro stock motorcycle, pro stock car, the funny car, the top fuel. I mean, the man doesn't just stop, you know what I mean? So what's next? Like he's, he's inspired all of us in our sport to look at our dream that's ahead of us, grasp on it and go after it. And, and uh, he wants our sport to grow. And, uh, and I think this is great for our sport as a whole is where other people could do the same thing. And you're seeing new people coming out there like the Beals. Got a top field dragster team now. You've got uh, Justin Ashley and Justin Ashley Racing where he teamed up with Davis. Those guys over there, they're doing a great job. Clay Milliken's got his own deal. he got Terry McMillan's team who came from the bottom, and now they're a contender for championships. Uh, the sport is just constantly growing and growing and growing. And, uh, and, and in my mind, it's like, now's the time and why not? Yeah, well, it definitely why not? And you know, and I think that speaks a lot to the NHRA as a whole. And and I think you and I have had this conversation. And I got a great relationship with the NHRA, but I, I look at them and what they're doing. And you, you know, I feel like NHRA is growing. I mean, you know, I look at the social media numbers. I see what the younger demographic like. I feel like people are now sponsors. I, I feel like people are now coming to the NHRA. You've got. You've got other sports, and I don't, you know, it's not like we want to throw NASCAR under the bus or something like that, but I feel like they're in a re- regression right now because, uh, you know, they, everything got so expensive and bloated, and they're kind of starting to regress, and they're hurting for sponsors, and it's like, how can we trim here and save costs? And, and not saying NHRA isn't doing the same thing, but I feel like it's people are now coming to the NHRA, you know, and it's not like they're having to fight to have people come in. And I, I feel like whatever the NHRA is doing and whatever they've built, it's made the business proposition a little bit better for sponsors and for a guy like you to be a team owner, you don't hear anybody going, Oh, I'm going to start a new NASCAR team. That's just not happening right now. But here you are going, Oh, I'm going to start a new NHRA team, or at least I want to. Oh, absolutely. And it's just, it's just something that I always have been very, very passionate about and something that I've wanted to do. And, and, you know, the main stable of it is we got Bryant karate back on our, on our team. And that's one of the main reasons why, he wanted to actually come back because he wanted to be a part of this, you know what I mean? And a partner in this. And it's kind of like the old school flavor, like, you know, the John Force and Austin Coyle relationship. Yeah. And uh, me and Brian have talked about this for years. We just didn't know, like, 
I just never knew where I can establish this and say, okay, when's the launch point? You know what I mean? And the thing about it is it's got kept on getting pushed and pushed in the corner and in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know what? If I'm going to do this right now, I'm in the middle of my career, it's time to make or break. And I've been talking it to all of our partners involved over years. They all knew what I've been wanting to do. And I never forget Ed Laucus came to me from Toyota and goes, AB, do you, uh, what's your future plans? You've won championships. Remember you always talked about having your own team? And I said, absolutely. And, uh, and that's what ignited the fire under me last year is when you have, uh, you know, the head marketing guy of, of Toyota of North America and you sit down and you have a one-on-one talk and they're going to give you anything that you need to make it happen and support you. And then you start talking to your other partners that you have involved, like Hank Sippers, like the Jones family over there, and then also Mike Gitzel, the motorsport marketing manager. And they give you 100% support. And then just, just looking down the road, you're like, man. And then when we got teamed up with Global, like tried technology with the Bryson family, I mean, it was just it was just everything that started falling into place to, to make this happen. And then I had to talk to Don about it. Me and Don talked last year. And we sat there and just had like a heart-to-heart talk. And he goes, this is what you want to do. I go, yes, it is. I mean, and he's been staring me along the way and is telling me all the pitfalls to team ownership on how you have to carry yourself and what you have to do, what you have to look out for and keep cash flow and all the counting stuff going and, and everything else. And, and the coolest part was is that, Jim, you never know what you prepare yourself for. I went to college for business administration and I was going to college to be an actuary, and I had a whole bunch of accounting classes and mathematic classes, and never in a million years where I thought that uh, I'm drag racing that I would have to lean back on that. And, and it's all coming to fruition right now where I'm using everything that I've learned through college to apply to racing, and it's blowing my mind how, how key education is. Well, now it just I've got to feel like – you know, we, we all know making it in motorsports, just a driver, is it's a grind. You're always working with partners and sponsors, stuff like that. And I feel like, man, I, now all of a sudden, and I, I think there's only a few of us that understand ru- team ownership and, and running something and having employees and stuff. And now, like, you're not only working, worrying about yourself, A.B., you're worrying about all these other people, you know what I mean, that you got working for you and, uh, you know, making payroll and making sure, you know, not only you keep the roof over your head, but they're keeping the roof over their head. And, I, I mean – you know, it, it's it's a lot to take in, buddy. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But right now, I haven't had to do it just yet, Jim. Right now, everything's going through Don Schumacher Racing uh, in 2020. So I know in the future I'm about to take that on. But the, the good part is is that I've done it before. You know what I mean? I've done it before. I had my own pro stock motorcycle team. I know what it's like to starve and, and, and go from one race to the next race and make ends meet and chase the, chase the partnership and sponsorship dollar and to make it work. And uh, shoot, I drove a rig before. I have my own CDL license and everything else. I did all that stuff set up, work on the race vehicle, did the whole nine yards. So I understand every aspect of the business from every end. And over all these years working with all the partners, you know, it all goes hand in hand. And, and that's the thing is that, when, when you go out there and you look at in today's world, and you know it because you run your race team in off-road, is that you just can't be just a good driver. You just can't be just a good spokesperson. You've got to be well-rounded in yeah. everything to make this stuff work down in today's 
era in motorsports. You know what I mean? And uh, and the one thing A-Trade's got going for it is that we have fans showing up at every race. That's one thing that our sport does well, and our TV package is growing and growing, especially on Fox and FS1 and FS2. And that's what you need to be successful is getting eyes on the prize, I call it. You get what I mean? And and that's one thing our sport does really well, and we capture the audience. If you And you know it. If you come to our sport and you've never been, it is it is life-changing. It will shock your soul. And that's one thing that, like, NHRA Valley Drive Racing does. And that's, I think, the reason why our sport's been sustaining itself. And now you're starting to see it grow in different areas. And you're starting to see where the economy's doing well. And we're starting to get some of the sponsors to trickle back in and get new sponsors in our sport and different stuff of that nature. Yeah, no, and you know, I've never done drugs in my life, but I got to tell you, I I think that I think that hit when I had I had Natalie from you know Natalie Janky. She goes stand right here, and I'm standing in the water box behind Torrance's top field car. I didn't know what to expect. He hits the gas, and I got to tell you, it was like somebody punched me as hard as they could in the chest. My lungs are on fire. I'm crying, and I'm going, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Hot rubbers hit me and everything else, and I go, I've never done drugs, but this is what a hit's got to feel like right here. Yes, it does, because you get a, you get, you get this sucked into it, and I tell people all the time, if you come to an NHRA million drag race, and you go there for your first time, it will hook you like a big mouth bass on the water, oh. brother. It, and and you're hooked, and you got to come back, and you bring other people back. And I think that's just the synergy of our sport in general on what it does to you. And it, it hooked me as a young kid. My dad, uncle, and family used to bring me out to the drag races when I was a young kid, and I just got hooked into the sport. And I've never looked back. And, and to this day, I'm I'm just addicted to it, brother. I just can't get enough. And that's what drives me. And that's the passion behind my force of just just keep on diving in the sport and growing inside the sport and becoming a part of it. Yeah. Now you got your kids hooked into it, man. It's like the whole family affair, right? <laughs> brother, I, I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. <laughs> you know, hey, imagine this. You come home and whether you have a good weekend or a bad weekend, your kids are picking out what you did wrong. <laughs> hey, Dad, yeah, you won the race, man, but what about that slackluster light that you had, that lackluster light you had in second round? Uh, Come on. I could do better than that with my eyes closed. <laughs> the kids are throwing That's shade, dude. I walk through the door. <laughs> oh, man, you got critics at home now. You can't go home and hide, dude. I, I feel oh. bad for you. <laughs> Oh. No, man, but that's, that's the way our family is. We're highly competitive. And um, all my kids, my daughter being the oldest, she's 18. And uh, my son, Anthony's 15. And my youngest, Adler, is 11. Where they just, they've been drag racing in the Midwest Junior Super Series Drag Racing Association here in the Midwest, which is under, it's like, you know, NHRA sanctions at all the NHRA racetracks. And uh, they've been racing in that since, like, my son Anthony started when he, as soon as he could at eight years old. And then when they dropped the age limit, my son Adler started when he was six. So with that being said, it's just all a part of it where they're all a part of it. And uh, they like it. They love it. And, and you know, it's a life-building experience because they learned at an early age that everybody's not a winner. You know what I mean? you got to put the work in to get the results on the weekend. And I have, the, and I have them working hard Monday through Thursday or Monday through Friday during the week, honing their skills on simulators and reaction time deals where 
at the end of the day, we come out and we perform on the weekend, and my kids can see the growth on how much better they got by doing it. And this interview with Antron Brown is about 10 minutes longer, but you know what? Uh, you're going to have to go subscribe to the Down and Dirty Radio Show feed as well as Project Action to uh, get even more content of ours and get the director's cut of that A-B interview. Trust me, does not disappoint. We're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back to wrap things up here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Show powered by Polaris Razor. Want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you, but you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm R.J. Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back here to the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Wrapping up another show. What are we, eight and a half years in? Finally making our Sirius XM debut today. Man, thank you. Seriously, just thank you. All you listeners, all of our partners, anybody who has made this show happen for eight and a half years, thank you. Man, this has uh, been a long time coming, and I am just ecstatic. Uh, you know, so seriously, thank you from the bottom of my heart for uh, keeping me in the radio business. Thanks to Sports Byline for taking a flyer on me, Sirius XM. All of you subscribe on iTunes. Um, you know, you've rated, you've reviewed, you've subscribed, man. It has helped us along the way more than you will ever, ever know. Uh, so, uh, you know, thank you guys. Also, thanks to General Tire, Polaris, Razor, Vision Wheel, Rigid Industries, Dirtfish Rally School. Don't forget, coupon code at Dirtfish is down dirty D. It'll get you 15% off. Uh, GSP XTV axles, Gibson exhaust, Optimus starters, racingjunk.com, Acronis, and our good friends there at iRacing. Check us out at downanddirtyshow.com. We got uh, the off road edition of the show. You can get on iTunes, Project Action on Podcast One. It's over on iTunes as well. Uh, make sure and tweet, please tweet. Hit us up on social media, Instagram us. Let SiriusXM know that you like the show on the network, uh, you know, and uh, you know that you want an hour number two on the network. Seriously, it helps us out a ton, and uh, it's going to get the word out on the show. And uh, if you haven't already, tell your friends, tell your buddies, hey, they are airing on SiriusXM Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio, on Sundays at 10 a.m. Pacific. Man, it's a pretty big deal for me, and uh, thanks to all you listeners who are uh, tuning in uh, over there on Sirius, man, um, and anywhere you're tuning into the show. So, uh, yeah, we are, uh, we are going to sign off for today. Uh, make sure and follow along with all the fun at, at Jim Beaver 15 on social media. Uh, love following back our listeners and, uh, hearing guest suggestions and what you thought of the show. So we'll see you next time here on the general tire down and dirty show powered by Polaris razor.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.